just learning a new language. And I think that um, just like if you're learning Italian, you you have to practice it. You have to look at it. Um, how can you use it? Think about, oh, how can I use this in my life, not just on paper? Um, how can I, you know, take part in this language? Um, because that's how it then becomes part of you and part of your new culture. Hip, 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 hip Hello, and welcome to Let's Hipply This. I am your host, Claudia Williams. Today, I speak with my friend, Cecilia McQuinn, who is a language teacher, linguist, librarian in Mexico, and travel company owner. We discuss how using a new language can help us shift out of patterns and how learning a new language takes time and practice. And we touch on working through tarry feelings. So what if it doesn't have to be so hard? What if it's fun and easy? Join me in making a difference, one hipply moment at a time. Because when we heal ourselves, we heal the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Hipply This. I'm here today with Cecilia McQuinn. She's a bilingual educator, foreign language teacher, and learner. And we've been friends since college. Welcome to the show, Ceci. Hi, Claudia. Thank you. So nice to be here. Yeah. And where are you today in the world? I am in Puerto Escondido, Mexico, which is in the state of Oaxaca, way down on the Pacific coast. On the beautiful beach. Yes. Yeah. Love visiting you in Puerto. (laughs) And I'm in Durango, Colorado. So let's jump right in. Um, as a bilingual language teacher, and I'm also bilingual, I've grown up in Germany, and like we've had um, over the many years we've known each other, many chances to talk about language and how different languages have different words with different meanings, which then inform in part the culture and beliefs that we have as individuals. Yeah, for me, I, well, I love talking about language. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the the reasons or the things that the thing that inspired me to create Hipley as, and like frame it as a language, as a new language and a language of love with a couple of new words with different, a little bit different nuanced meanings in order to mostly take some of the value judgments out of the words to um, create like a new shared language where like one word has new meanings attached to it. For example, (laughs) the feeling word Tari, um, which I define as um, having a quote unquote bad feeling like angry, mad, sad, which um, culturally we're all conditioned to judge as negative and bad and not good and not fun. There's like this um, belief that we need to be happy and suppress all the not so good feelings. Yeah. And so by coming up with a new word for it, that just says, I'm feeling tarry without judgments and actually with having um, a 
benefit, like feeling tari points us to unmet needs, across boundaries to something that's going on, that we're not going down the right path. There's something to consider and to see. And there's nothing wrong with feeling tari, and it's actually helpful. Yeah, I, I, when you first told me about the word tari, I just, I thought, oh, it's so perfect to describe that feeling. Uh, to me, Tari has this that kind of sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, like yeah. you're off kilter, like it's just something is not right. Um, and you just feel like that and, and you don't necessarily have a solution for it. Um, so I think it's a really good word for that feeling that we get, um, which you know, maybe it's a feeling we don't want to have, but it's not necessarily a bad feeling as as far as being judged as a as a feeling that's bad. Yeah. And paradoxically, as soon as we judge it, it sticks around. We shove it down, it comes back up. It just like all all of us who just want to be seen and heard and considered. There's nothing you have to do other than allow it and maybe get curious. As to yeah. continue, right? Yeah. Less I think of it, the things that are feeling tarry, more of the things that are feeling hipply. <laughs> right. I think also thinking about tarry in that way can help us think about our other emotions that we do see as negative, but to kind of also have a chance to look at them in that way that, you know, it's just a way that we're feeling and it doesn't have to be good or bad. It just is. and. Um, so I think Tari is a good example that of a way that we can look at our other emotions too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the word hiply, I know that in German, just to bring it back to the linguistics and different meanings, um, in German, there's like, um, a word that describes like in like a feeling you have in community with your friends, like we, like you and me right now, we're having a hipply moment because we're talking about deep, meaningful, connecting things uh-huh. that connect us and that energy between us. And um, one of my goals for a hipply is to become one of those words where you can say, oh, we had a hipply mean, uh, evening tonight. Yeah. Instead of saying yeah. thanks for the yummy dinner, which is also great, but thanks for the connection, if you will. Right, right. Yeah, and you being bilingual or multilingual, do you, can you think of any other sort of words like that that exist in other cultures or languages that we don't that create like some understanding that that's not necessarily there for us without describing it with 10 words? Yeah, I, I I can think of in Spanish, I think I would say um, estamos a gusto, like, which is, it's almost like not content. I mean, it could just mean that light layer of, of being content, but it's more of um, we're good with each other, right? We're good together. Like, oh, oh you know, we we were good together in the moment. Right. Whether it was over dinner or at any gathering or, you know, walking together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Feeling of being good together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's hipply. We're hipply. 
<laughs> Meaning us in between us yes. as well. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I also, there's um, a professor from Belgium and she studied, studied all the languages and linguistics in terms of emotions. And uh, she found out or learned that like the Asian cultures, the emotions don't live within you, but between you and others. So when you're angry, it's not you, <laughs> it's out here. Right, right. That's really interesting. It's another paradigm that is like or a lens that's so different for us in the Western cultures. Right. Now for us, it's right in our gut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like inside. <laughs> Right, right. And then we have that inner critic who is like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be feeling like that and so on, which yeah. just creates more of it instead of letting it right. move through. Right. I think acknowledging it is, um, is key, acknowledging that it's there and, and you don't have to spin in it, right? You know, to keep... Uh, Oh, what's the um, analyzing it, right? It's just it's just there. Acknowledge that it's there. It's the way you're feeling, and uh, and I think having the confidence that that it's going to pass, um, that you're not going to be stuck in it, mm -hmm. and so just acknowledge it. It's part of part of what's happening in your life experience at the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I talk about the Hibley technique, which is first noticing, you're noticing that it's there and that you mm -hmm. don't like it. And then the second step is acceptance, which is acknowledging and accepting, which is as simple as using another tool I have. I call it the it's okay technique. You just say it's okay. I am feeling this and I'm mad about that and it's okay. Because yeah. that's the judgment out of it. When mm -hmm. you accept that you're feeling like that without beating yourself up, right? Right. Quiet right. that critic for a moment and be yeah. like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, you're mad. Of course, you're mad because you want, wanted it this way, not that way. <laughs> and that's okay. And that creates space then to get creative and do try something different, make a different choice. And yeah. that's when you have a choice to let it move through and try something else. Right. Right. I think that the, the, just like lang, just like learning a new language. I mean, it is hipply language is learning a new language. And I think that, um, just like if you're learning Italian, you, you have to practice it. You have to look at it. Um, how can you use it? Think about, Oh, how can I use this in my life? Not just on paper. Um, how can I, you know, take part in this language? Um, because that's how it then becomes part of you and part of your new culture um, as you absorb the language. Yeah, yeah, that is such a good point. You practice it and you learn it. And it does, it sounds so simple on paper, especially hipply, because it just has a handful of new words and concepts. It's like, it sounds so simple. And that's my brand, fun and easy and simple. And I want to presence that it's not easy. Takes time, takes lots of practice because of our brains and our subconscious conditioning from culture and growing up and all of that. It just um, 
we all have neuroplasticity in our brain, luckily. So we get to practice and flex those muscles and practice the new way of being. And we're going to keep getting sucked back into the old way of thinking. It's like a super highway, right? The super right. highway is like bad, criticize, I shouldn't. And then the yeah. new path is like, wait, it's okay. <laughs> I accept it. Now I have space. I can choose something different. So you got to yeah. go down that path until it is a highway. Right. And just like Spanish or Italian or whatever language, hipply, um, you know, a little bit every day goes a long way. Not like, oh, you can just sit down on a Sunday and spend two hours practicing because it, it just, it's, well, it works way better if you do a little bit every day, if you're aware of one word every day, using it and putting it into practice, um, that's how it'll stick. That's how it'll become a part of you. Totally, totally. Yeah. And listening to things in your new language that you want to learn, right? If you're right. Italian, listen to Italian podcasts or watch Italian movies or talk exactly. to Italian speakers or go travel yeah. in Italy. Yeah, if you yeah. want to hipply, you can listen to the hipply podcast because every listen other week we practice hipply. Right. Caller call in with their tarry feelings and we work through it and we practice the hipply tools. And um yeah, I'm in the process of creating a become hipply informed in a weekend course where you can like learn more <laughs> hipply become hipply informed. That's and great. Also a crash, yeah. a jump, not a crash course, but like a jump start. A jump yeah. start is yeah, always. Yeah. But just listening to the podcast, you'll get something out of it. I love that. Like listening to other people being coached is so helpful because we all have the same things that we feel tarry about, the same totally. subconscious limiting beliefs that sneak in. And yeah. It's just important to know that that's not us and that's conditioned and that's automatic responses and that we get to choose something different except move through to something different yeah and to, just to be so appreciative that there are these words that we can use for this is this new vocabulary that you created i think to appreciate that and um and realize how helpful it can be for us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's an episode for example on conflict resolution where we talk about the hipply bubble creating a hipply bubble when uh -huh. you're in conflict with someone which is sort of like just like this is how we behave in conflict and we can trust each other and have like uh, certain rules that it doesn't go escalate but it de-escalates right and you can repair and move through yeah yeah, so I love that about this podcast too, because it's my way of um, testing out <laughs> my ideas and developing it further and coming up with um, the right package on how to teach it and do it and so on. Yeah, and I think when you, I know, because I know you, because I've known you for so many years that, um, you know, it makes you so happy to be able to help people through this <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> yes it makes me so happy and it makes me happy to make it so like accessible and easy and to share all those things that I've learned 
over the last few years in my life coach training and coaching people and doing so much reading and research and research and learning and bringing it all together. And I, I like the idea of bringing different modalities together. Yeah. Can, I'm like, Hey, if we pick this thing from here and that thing from here, put it together, yeah. make it a little bit simpler. Yeah. That's how, when people say, well, what's your teaching style? I say yes. eclectic. Yeah. You do that too. <laughs> you do that too. Yeah. Yes. That's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on the podcast with me today. Thanks for having me. Before we close out, I like to ask my expert interviewees um, if you have a tip for my listener when they're feeling tarry. Yes, I think um, when you're feeling tarry, to look around, go out in the world and, and just look at all the love that is in the world. Everywhere you look, when you just go for a short walk, you'll just see love everywhere. Even people sitting alone on a bench, you know that they have love within them and they love someone and someone loves them. And I think that that just is really helpful when you're feeling tarry to, to feel the love all around you. Mm, yes, feel the love. That is so good. So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that too. When you just go out and feel the love and like, I know where you live in Mexico and you can just go outside your door and walk <laughs> around and feel that love that Mexican people are so happy and joyful all the time. Oh, so, so joyful. And they don't have easy lives, but they have love and, and you just feel it all around. So this has been so fun talking to you today. And I am wondering for my listeners, if you want to tell us what you're working on right now and where people can find you. Uh, sure. So because um, I'm since I've been down here in Mexico, in Puerto Escondido, we started a library project as part of our language house. And our language house is my language school. And uh, where I teach classes online, uh, but the town didn't have a library where people could actually get books and take them home. Um, there's one, but they have to leave all their credentials, like leaving your driver's license or your passport. So it's not very uh, user friendly for people to use. So obviously they need their credentials. So they're, um, yeah. Credenciales is what they're called. Um, so we opened a library. There was an old library. We took all the books and then we started adding Spanish books. So we have about 700 Spanish books now for adults and kids. And it's been a huge success. We have lots of uh, people that come. It's all volunteer based, all the organizing and doing everything, opening it. And people come and they take books and it's completely free for them. And they've really, really enjoyed it. And everybody has stepped up and donated books. And uh, it's been so fun. And you, of course, brought books uh, for the library, uh, children's books that we had in our own collection. And uh, so uh, they, listeners can go if they want to donate books um, to ourlanguagehouse.com and see the library project there. 
my other project is my uh, I'm coming out with a uh, language learning book. Uh, we're starting with Spanish, and it's a very casual, friendly book. Um, oftentimes people have uh, taken a Spanish class and then they feel like, oh, I don't, I don't even know what I learned. So this is a little different approach. Um, and I think it'll be really helpful. My students have really enjoyed my style. So I'm going to put it in a book and hopefully it'll be out uh, by the end of September. By the end of September. Awesome. And I'm sure yeah. you'll have a link to your book on your website as well. Um, yep. Eventually that will be on there once, once it's out and, um, but they can see about me on my website as okay. far as my teaching goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't wait for your book. I know you're very good at teaching how to speak very easily and doably and fast. So it's fun, fun to watch. Yeah. It's super fun. I just love I just love the, to see the progress in my students and they, uh, they enjoy it so much. So it just gives me lots of joy to do that. Um, also, um, I have our little travel business and it's, uh, we do tours to Cuba and to Mexico. So often people want to learn Spanish before they do their trip. Um, and so that's a possibility. Yeah. And those, those trips are on, uh, theeducationaladventurecompany.com. Okay. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes and you can follow the, follow Sassy and her companies there. And I want to thank you again. This has been really fun and really good. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. It's so fun to be here with you and be a part of this project that you're doing. I love it. Thank you. Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe. Rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, if you find yourself in a Tari situation and want to practice Hipley with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hipleylol at gmail.com. Hipleylol at gmail.com. Until next time. Hip, hip, Hipley! Hipley!